drawer. Very straightforward. What's Glenn do? Draws cards. All right. Welcome, Commander Smiths. We are the Commander Smiths. I'm Adam Smith. And I'm Lowry Smith. Don't worry. We're cousins. <laughs> I don't know. I, everything was long sentenced there. Don't worry. That's all right. <laughs> um, you know what I didn't write down is what episode number is this? I don't even know. It's 146. Is it 146? Yes. Yeah. And, and we got lucky because I sent the show notes to you before the show, so I had to figure it out. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Otherwise, it would have been yeah. <laughs> searching. What do, what's what's going on? <laughs> Uh, all right, so what do we got for today? We got a lot of secret stuff. Secret. Well, then we shouldn't tell anybody. <laughs> Just get no. All right, uh, so the the secret versary is out, and we are going to talk about uh, the different versions of it. What's worth buying? What's worth not? And Adam did most of this. I just did the process. I just did the numbers part like I normally do with that stuff, trying to yeah. figure out if it's actually worth a buy or not. So we're going to kind of actually really interested in some of these, which normally doesn't happen. Yeah. And I wasn't at all until I did the number breakdown. I was like, ah, I'm going to pass on this, but I'm going to break this down anyway. Cause I even sent you a text. I was like, do we want to talk about secret layer? I'm not really excited about this one. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I think we should do this. I was like, all right, fine. Breakdown numbers, breakdown numbers. Oh, actually this might be pretty good. Kind of interesting. <laughs> all right. Uh, and then we're also going to be doing our secret layer Walking Dead Walking Commanders. Dead. Uh, I have Daryl, Hunter of All, and who are you going over with I'm our spot? Glenn, the counselor of something. Isn't Oh, it's funny. Is that I'm looking at your tapped out, and I was like, that's not the name of him. It's Glenn, the card drawer. I was like, well, that's a really bad name. Oh, that's Lowry naming him then. <laughs> Whoopsies. That would be the, uh, the worst <laughs> yeah. name to... Somebody got lazy at Wizards. <laughs> <laughs> Glenn the Card Drawer. Hmm. That's very, very straightforward. <laughs> What's Glenn do? <laughs> draws cards. All right. <laughs> and then it's it's uh, it's Flavor Texas. I draw cards. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, all right. What are you drinking there, buddy? Uh, just a premium. Oh, still premium. trying to make it through that uh, twelve pack that I bought three weeks ago. At this point, <laughs> I have. It's an interesting one. The can is upside down, so I was like, "Oh, is this a misprint can?" I was like, "No." This is, is the a- can upside down or is the label upside down? Well, the label. So okay, you see, it's, uh, it's upside down. Yeah, so, Stone Brewery. Yeah, Bre- little bit. So it's Tangerine Express Hazy IPA. I've had that before. That's good. Yeah, it's it's a sipper, which I dig, but it's I really was only having one. I'm like, okay, I'm kind of done with that. <laughs> okay. Not like it's gross. It's just it's not one that I could have three, four of them. You know, I I, I want to switch it pretty quick. And you it's, can't generally go bad with Stone. Um, they have a pretty good um, series called Drink By. And then there's a date underneath it. And so those tend to be pretty good IPAs that I've had. Oh, really? So yeah. is that their bit with it? Just drink by and they're trying to get you to drink it by then? Yep. Gotcha. Yep. That's interesting. So. Sweet. Uh, and then we also have uh, Stump the Smith Savant, 
we're going to see if you can beat. What did you get last week? I should pull that up. Uh, well, Goblin Bombardment was 100%. <laughs> what? What? That's the one I'll remember. Yeah. <laughs> you don't remember the... I think it was like a 40 is that other one. I've, but. I've finally gone back and like I got about five weeks behind on listening to what we were doing. I could not remember what <laughs> <laughs> He did just as bad. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, so we got that. I don't have a backup one. So if you get it on 100%, that one, that segment's going to be over really quick. So we'll, we'll cool. see here. Um, anything awesome, cool happen with you this week? <clears throat> yeah. I mean, we started potty training uh, my son. Sweet. So, so, yeah, we're getting pee all over the house. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. That's... That is what what we did not think but thought would happen <laughs> the, the nice thing is you have a lot of hard surface floors so you don't have to worry about the carpet necessarily but you got you guys do have rugs we have rugs yeah. yeah we don't have to worry about carpet that was that's our plan it's like let's get this once Lowry's done potty training i'm gonna get a good shop vac in there just like clean it nice. and then uh once the two kids we're just gonna toss that carpet <laughs> just gonna Roll it up and. Well, I'm hoping Lowry is like our first with Drake, where it only took like a weekend for us to actually sit down and be like, "All right, you're." We threw away your diapers, and that's what we told him. And by the end of the weekend, three days, he got it. And I'm hoping it's that way. What? Even at night? Yeah, he got it. He had accidents. Um, We didn't even try that. So I'm hoping he's that way and not Zeke because I'm 10 months in with potty training with Zeke and we're <laughs> legit potty training with him for the last 10 months. We're trying everything. And in fact, he's still at accidents today. It's just dude can't be bribed. <sighs> like he, he likes the bribes, but <laughs> it's he so just doesn't care. He's like, Oh, I didn't get it. All right. It's just, it's like, Hey, do you need to go potty? No. Literally minutes later, he just pees his pants and I'm like, ah, come on. So we've turned it into, you need to go potty and, 25% of the time that turns into a fight because he gets pissed that he's like, I don't have to go pee. I was like, I don't care. Just go sit on the toilet and go try to pee. Every time he sits, he pees on the toilet, you know, <laughs> so it, it, yeah. it works, but I don't know. And we, we started with him without a diaper at night, like in the beginning, like last April, mm-hmm. no March. And he did kind of, he almost every night wet the bed, but some nights he only did a little and some nights were more. Then it just full out. He just completely wet the bed every night. So he still has his diaper on at night. So it's, uh, why are kids so different? <laughs> why can't everybody just be the same? <laughs> I said this to one of our patrons to Gwen, um, or on the discord. I was like, mm-hmm. it's, it's crazy because you think, that uh, at least this was my perception of kids is like, Hey, we're going to have kids. I'm raising them. They're both going to be pretty similar by, you know, they'll have different personalities, but you know, we're doing the same things on potty training and, you know, eating and all this stuff. And they're going to be the same that way. Nope. They're completely, completely different. different. Yeah. And it's, yeah. So I'm guessing the bedwetter is going to probably turn into a, (laughs) 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 just kidding just Uh, kidding i hope not (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, we just lost more listeners. <laughs> yeah, he might just, just beep just that, cut out. that one out. <laughs> just cut that out. That's fine. That's fine. I'm sorry. I'm There's sorry. a lot that I've cut out. We've been uh, very uh, political <laughs> over some. <laughs> Oh, oh boy! This is probably all going to be cut, anyways. Um, yeah, that's probably. We should you should save those edited out versions and just have our political reel. Yeah, that can come it's out a different like podcast altogether. Yeah. it's just uh, snippets of us ripping into politics and <laughs> politics myths. <laughs> yeah. Oh, all right. So you got potty training. I'm trying to think if I had anything this week. Well, commander. Battle boxes. Oh, you just got to fucking play. Oh man, I played so much. It was so much fun. Uh, I got my my box. Oh, on. good <laughs> oh, for sorry. you. Yeah. You're right. You're right. No, it's all right. I can just oh, say it. I don't need a button. Yeah. <laughs> I got my draft booster box for the league. Uh, Open that. Got some decent stuff in there. I got my. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, Mana drain. There we go. I was trying to think. I'm like, oh, what the hell. All right. I got a mana drain. Oh, I didn't get that in my draft booster. That was in my collector booster. But uh picked up a vampiric tutor, which is in my deck. It's weird to play tutors, but sweet. Is um, your is your draft booster box deck more powerful than your normal decks? Oh burn. No. <laughs> it's elf tribal. It's pretty damn powerful. It's surprising how many mono rocks are in this, because I have eight mono rocks oh. out of all this and then you have i went with the not uh, rocks but mana producers elves no Rock, rocks implies artifacts yeah eight of them really yeah uh all right i got it right here <laughs> uh so the mana rocks are uh dreamstone hedron that's a little hedron mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Commander Sphere, Arcane Signet, Seer's Lantern, Spectral Searchlight, Sasea's Ring, Charcoal Diamond, Moss Diamond Oh, that's a good point. I kind of forgot One, about two, the diamonds. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Then I got, you know, I went Elf Tribals. Right so I have the Fihorn Elves, my commander, Jilanra, which is actually pretty good. I think when we were talking about it, uh, you know, we went through the Commander Legends, uh, the legendary creatures. It's mm-hmm. six converter monocost spells. It's not creatures. So you can you can cast other things that aren't creatures and you're drawing off of it. But the, the, the downfall, but you have to use that mana right. to draw. That, the that's still yeah. the downfall is it's, you have to use him as the mana, but it, it's solid in this, especially as the commander, one of the commander partners is, I know I have a turn three mono rock, no matter what, every single game, you know? Hmm. And I try to, I always keep three in the hand, you know, three land in the hand for my starting hand. So, mm-hmm. uh, so yeah, it's pretty solid. Um, my finisher is Kamal, um, but he's actually probably not the All Star. The All Star is the like that deer thing that gives you hex proof if you you come in and it comes into play. You're the monarch, and then it's a have, wolf. What is it? A wolf? No, it's not. I don't know. Maybe I don't think that one. It's not gave. a deer. Oh, it's an elk. Because I remember Gwen made the uh, dad joke and said that that. That card's cheating because it should be a 3-3 and it's an 8-8. Yeah, it's an elk. Don Glade Regent. And so when it comes into play, you become the monarch. And then if you're the monarch, you have hexproof. So all I had to do is just sit there and (laughs) no one could attack me because my my army was big enough that couldn't get through and kill me. And then 
I typically would go for Kamal, and that was my game finisher two out of the three games I, I won with him. Okay. So, oh. Oh, good for you. Anyways, okay, so I played Saturday from 2 until 10 o'clock at night, just played league games. Nice. So, yeah, so it's been fun, been fun. Speaking of league, you can join our Battle Box League if you become a patron, which is Smooth only transition. Yeah, <laughs> which you only have to uh, donate a dollar a month, and you become a member of the Discord. Uh, gets you into the Battle Box League, which is an entry free. If you're worried about learning how to play, a lot of us. Anytime that people learn, you learn it so quick that everybody becomes teachers. So I've taught uh, three people this week just how to run their decks and stuff. Um, but yeah, Cockatrice is easy, but we also are using, if people want to, use Spell Table. Um, then if you're $5 or more, you can get into the Proxy of the Week. Uh, let's see, anything else for that? The free way to support the show is go to YouTube, subscribe there. You can also, oh, videos to come. You can also check out Twitter. That's where you'll see the proxy of the week and also see where Lowry doesn't share with me. And now it's kind of been changing back to not sharing with me with booze, hasn't it? You're not sharing booze with me. Very happy. That was, I mean, it was Thanksgiving. <laughs> no big deal. That's when you want to share. <laughs> I mean, not with you. <laughs> uh, and then you can find out other fun stuff there or you can direct message us on there or if you want to direct message us, you can shoot us an email at Gmail. I think that's about it, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Should we get into the episode? Oh, I got to get over the buttons here. There we go. It's time for everyone's favorite game show, Stump the Smith Savant. Such good music. I know, isn't it? Not the Diablo one. Just the, the <laughs> no, that's sound even opener. better. <laughs> oh, it's like an an organ accordion. An organ accordion. All right. Yeah. So if you guys don't know how this game works, I am going to read flavor text of a card. Lowry is going to get roughly 30 seconds to uh, guess. Oh, yeah. I got to get my timer clock up. You have 30 seconds or so to guess or make a guess or multiple guesses. Every wrong guess he makes is minus 10 points. After 30 seconds, I will give another clue. That is minus five points for each clue he gets. Uh, then we'll keep moving down until he actually can guess the card. Last week, Lowry got a uh, 100% and a, I think it was a 50 if I remember right. I have that written down on here, but yeah. so. We're going to try to do better because this is the new style of doing this. <laughs> uh, all right. So, Larry, are you ready to start this? <clears throat> Let's do this. All right. Let me get this on there. Start my clock. Oh, yeah. I was going to move the timer down so I can have my timer on one page and everything else on the other. All right. Here we go. It is all in my grasp, every pretty dream, every grand scheme, every soul, every fear. It all flows through me and from me. Memnard. God damn it. All right. God damn it. 30 yeah, I totally, seconds totally know starting. this. 
Uh, reread it again, please. It is all in my grasp. Every pretty dream, every grand scheme, every soul, every fear. It all flows through me and from me. Memnark. All right. So we know Memnark was in Mirrodin and he was not on Scars of Mirrodin as far as I can remember. He was kind of the big bad of the Mirrodin block originally. Um, so it's from that set, probably. Um, or that block, at least. We are at your 30 <clears throat> seconds. Do you have any guess that you want no, to make? You, you don't want to have any? You don't want to have any guess? Nope. nope. Okay. Nope. All right. So the first clue I'm going to give you is the color. Sweet. It is colorless. All right. So I'm going to start it. I'm going to read it one more time. It is all in my grasp. Every pretty dream, every grand scheme, every soul, every fear. It is. It all flows through me and from me. Memnark. Starting timer now. And it I almost want to say like Fist of Suns. Is that what you want to say? Is that is that it? You make a guess. Is that what you want to guess? Fist of Sons. You are correct, Lowry. Are you fucking? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Way to go! <laughs> nice job. I don't think besides, uh, well, there goes my. I don't have a backup for you. <laughs> Shit. That's right. <laughs> wow, I'm impressed there, Lowry. Good job, buddy. I am too. Thank what, you. Uh, what got you to to get to that? Um, I just had to think it through a little bit more. I probably didn't need the artifact part. It, the the cards from Dark Steel. I didn't even say that it was artifact. I said colorless. Remember last colorless. Week was land. But I mean, it's an artifact. You know, it's an artifact set. So more than likely, it's like there's going to be a lot of colorless options in that block. Mm-hmm. Um, I just felt like it was a very Thanos thing to say. And the glove is very Thanos E. Yeah. Like the control and being good able breakdown. to do stuff. So, nice. yeah, I don't know. Lucky ass guess, I guess. <laughs> I was like, oh shit, he got it. I was like, do you want to make that guess? <laughs> I mean, can, you try to I? do like the, do you, who wants to be a millionaire thing on me? <laughs> yeah. Are you sure that Are is you your sure? answer? Is that your final answer, Larry? <laughs> your final answer. <laughs> that is my final answer. Good yeah. job. Well, I am impressed, sir. This I was is, impressed last was... week with uh, that one, but this one's more impressive because I thought the other one was so obvious and you use that one so much. This one, I was like, all right, maybe I can get this one by. I kind of was hoping oh. with the Memnarch part that maybe you were thinking it was blue artifact or something like that, but the fact that you pulled that out of your brain, well, your I mean... savant brain... I am impressed. <laughs> that's that's the sad part is you have done multiple very heavily heavily played staples and I just struggle. Yeah, and then I do one that just And then you do Fist of Sons <laughs> which goes in like a Jota deck and maybe into <laughs> uh like uh the uh new yada yada from uh, Modern Horizons. The what's her name? The red one. That's all colors. No, there's the yeah. It's that, not red, but AJ it's. Has. I don't know what he has. But it's the the red warrior one that has the five. Oh, colors not Najila. No, Nagila. no, no. It's the. Uh, God damn it! It's the changeling. Oh, that Morophon. reduces costs. Morophon? Yeah, Morophon. Yeah, 
So that goes in Morophon, and then all of your spells become free. That is funny. Maybe I should be going for not the the staples and just pick the <laughs> random ones that are only in a couple decks. <laughs> hey, I don't think there's going to be many Let's people that, that unless people know that flavor, I don't think you're going to get beat this week, Lowry. That's okay. I don't have to get beat every week. And if you if you beat Lowry, just uh, tweet at us and I mean, tell us we what, were, which we one you got. It. Within forty seconds of you reading the flavor text. What that you got it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty good. Only 40, one 45 clue. seconds. Yeah. What do you think would have been harder? I, well, I was trying to figure out the order. I was like, casting cost might give it a... I probably should have gone casting cost first. Yeah, maybe. And rarity. But I was trying yeah, I to know. throw you off with actually the color. All right. Uh, okay, so that was short. <laughs> <laughs> but we're still 20 minutes in, so it's not, the, not that we're bad. We're doing all right. Okay. All right, so what do we want to get into first? We want to go through the... Um, Let's do the secret versary. All right, I got an opener for that. Ready? Yeah. Box topper! <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Lowry box topper. All right. Oh, yeah, I got to have my number stuff out. What so, happened to the hard rock and roll opener? Go back to that. It's, no, uh, I don't have to. I'm just... Uh, here we go. There we go. All right, so we cool. now have, that we're on different like recordings, I couldn't even hear it. Oh, you really couldn't hear it at all? It barely. It was in the. That's very disappointing. Oh, Sorry. I didn't want I'll it too it, loud. I'll hear it in the when I yeah. listen. <laughs> all right, so they uh, new secret layer drop. Um, there are it's the secret versary. So this is about a year from when they did the first secret layer. And we have, it's kind of odd. How many do we have here? Because you have some that are foil, five. some that are five, but there's some that aren't foil. You can only get them non-foil, and some of them you can get it's foil. Yeah. Um, overall, your first impressions of it before we kind of start breaking down the numbers of all this stuff. Um, I like half of it. Half of the five, I, I like. That, I think that's a correct feeling because <laughs> that's kind of when I broke down the numbers is, uh, yeah. Uh, where should we start? Should we start with the shittiest ones and work our way up to the best value ones? <clears throat> uh, let's do shitty. Get that out of the way real quick. Okay. So um, why don't you go and just uh, talk about them? But the, the, the one that has awful. Yep. Yep, the one that has the least value is the Box of Rocks. So why don't you go through what do we got in Box of Rocks? I mean, Box of Rocks is being pulled up currently. (laughs) And so we have Arcane Signet, Commander Sphere, Chrome Lantern, Gilded Lotus, and Darksteel Ingot. And the art is weird. Not my style. Yeah. Um, I don't know whose it is for, but I hope it's for somebody. Kids, maybe? I don't know. Kids? Children. I think the only one, uh, I mean, it's unique. It's different. But 
a lot of them. I just I really don't like Chromatic Lantern. I don't like how that one looks. Um, I don't. None um, none of them I would slot in. Going like, oh, that looks way cool or different. So like, here's here's my my biggest issue with especially this one. Um, Commander Legends just came out, and we have full arts of these that look much better than these that I would have over these any day. You have, uh, you have a new arcane or a full art arcane signet. I would take that one over the one that we have here. Mm -hmm. Uh, we have commander sphere, which I would take that full art, which is in commander legends as well. Um, the gilded Lotus dark seal, ignit and chromatic are not in commander legends, but I broke it down. So the, the foils are 40 for this and the non foils are 30. So, Mm -hmm. Let's go with the non-foils first. If you take I don't I don't even know if we need to break it down. Like ingots super fucking cheap. Yep. Seventy or seventy-five cents. Foil. For non-foil. I mean Yeah, I mean Well, I, well I just, I'll just go really quick with that. Okay. Non-foil is it's thirty bucks. The total value for non-foils of these same cards, I know this is gonna be different art and it should be a little bit more, is thirteen dollars. So you're paying thirty, and, and you can get these cards in non-foil for thirteen. Yeah, and these most are, of that value is going to be in your Chromantic Lantern, right? That's eight bucks. Whereas Arcane Signets you can get for three. Uh, Guild of Lotus is four. Dark Seal Ignit seventy-five, and Commander Sphere is twenty-five because twenty-five cents because it's been printed so much. Yeah. Move over to the foils. Ten dollars more, forty bucks. Arcane Signets, like I said, I'd rather have the other full arts foils, but that's at nine. Uh, Chromatic Lanterns at 12. Commander Sphere. You can get Commander Sphere foil ones for a dollar, but like the full art foils from double, uh, Commander Legends, 12 bucks. Dark Seal Ignite, three. And Gilded Lotus, seven. With a whopping value at the max part of 43 bucks. So, Oof. yeah. And that's with getting full art foil Commander Sphere. Personally, I would take that over these here. So you're, you're making a value of $3 profit. If you're doing the comparables. Now I, I get it. These are going to be different cause it's different art, but that's not necessarily the case because how our secret layers have been going. They, they don't necessarily reach the foil potential of the card that they're replacing. Yes, if you get, you get what I'm saying? Like, so yep. it's normally in between where the non foil and the foil price is. So I'm taking the top end and just saying foil prices straight down. You'll make $3 off of it. But then you got to add in uh, eBay's cost, you know, or wherever you sell it, their, their commission cut, your shipping, you're losing money off of this. A big, big problem is like dark steel ingot and gilded Lotus are just like outclassed at this point. Mm -hmm. And like this would have been a great, great bundle, you know, set three years ago. Yeah. Like when, when Dominary came out and we're like, Gilded Lotus, get it. It's really good. Well, and it would have been before Arcane Signet was even out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so, but at this point, it's like, no, well, uh, they're just think not of used the, or played. What you much. said there, if this was a year ago, this would be because Arcane Signet would be ridiculously expensive here. Yep. Because That's that would have been true. the first time it was foil printing. But you, you fast forward a year. Now we have it in um, competing well, against its other foil printing that just right, yeah. So it just right. yet yeah. okay. So let's move on to the next one. Um, 
Now this one is this one's pretty sweet, but it is the lowest uh, out of the calculations that I have here. It is the next. Um, Are you low- gonna go party hard, shred harder? Yeah, that's the you next son one. Of a bitch, that's the one I want the most. But it, it, it doesn't mean that it's a bad buy. So yes, this one, does. party hard, shred harder. Uh, why don't you go through what the cards are? This one is non-foil. Right. So this one's 30 bucks, non-foil. All these are non-foil. Non-foil. So Anguished Unmaking. You have Assassin's Trophy or Ass Trophy. <laughs> uh, Decimate. At, it's I mean, Ass Ass Trophy. <laughs> ass Ass. Ass Ass uh, In. <laughs> gross. <laughs> or whatever you... I mean, if you're into it. I've seen funny. that. I've seen that video. Decimate. Uh, Dreadbor and Thraxamundar. Okay, so this one's a little more tricky because why are these why are these your favorite why, or one of your favorites? Because it's in the style of like rock and roll posters. Mm-hmm. And That's the name Party Hard Shred yeah, Hard. They look fucking awesome. Yeah, they do not look like magic cards. These they look don't. like. Uh, to be honest with you, if you get like we have now our our podcast tokens that we send out a lot of tokens that you get from ordering from people. It reminds me of those. It looks like, you know, it's fan made or, you know, whatever mm-hmm. made art. Uh, yeah, they do look friggin' God, sweet. That, that decimate looks amazing. Yeah. Where yeah, it's just like, like a flame and skulls and whatnot. No, I like I, it's I, super. I, I like assassin's trophy as well. I think I like that art better. Uh, than the original. Um, yeah. Those two stand out the most. Okay, so a breakdown of these. Uh, and I was going with non-foil. It's hard to do with this because this is just a unique type of thing. But you have Anguished is 9, Assassin's Trophy is 12, Decimate 3, Dreadbore 3, and Thraxamunder is 1. So you're spending 30. That, that value is 28. Now, that's not necessarily going to be the same with these. These are different style of cards i know Mm -hmm. the other one i'm like oh you have to do it this way and this way but this is kind of a different style i'd almost put these as foil pricing in a way yeah because it's just they're special cards the the other thing i would think though too is like if you use these cards like these would replace them yeah Yeah. i i think i use all of these removal maybe not dreadbore because i'm not sure if i own one but that wouldn't be my pull here like the thraxamundar looks so sweet I would want to just build another. Like I had an old school one. Yeah, like back way when back started, in the day, you had a thrax. I would deck. rebuild it and yeah. just like just have that as a lead. Like I, I just visually really really like this. Yeah, and this is right up your alley because I'm a mass removal, so I play with none of these cards. Yeah, I don't. I don't have any of these in a deck because uh, I'm all about trying to get the most out of one card. Where you, that's what you're really good at is being able to just take the biggest threat out of here. So you do use a lot of these. So I do see them and it's from you using them. So I personally like them because of how they look, but this one isn't, this isn't up there for ones that I was going to get, but this is probably towards the top for you, but we'll get to that a little bit later. Cause we're kind of, uh, yeah, we'll get to that later. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So that one just shows if you're going on foil $2 loss, but that does, uh, this one's a little more tricky because you might have to go off of foil prices. So this might be up a little bit higher than that. All right. So the next one for value wise actually would be the Seb McKinnon art. What? 
Um, You're not going to go with the happy little gathering? Yeah, I'm going to get to that one. The last two are going to be ones that I want to have like kind of a little more discussion with because okay. previous layers and all that stuff. All right, so the Seb McKinnon foil is 40, and the Seb McKinnon non-foil art is 30. So why don't you go through what do we have in this okay. little Okay, so guy. Seb McKinnon is a fantastic artist, and what he has here is Damnation. And then it's going to be Enchanted Evening, Sower of Temptation, and a Swamp. A sweet looking swamp. They, I mean, they all look fantastic. Yes, they definitely do with this. Um, okay, so this one, the non-foil, like I said, was 30. You're looking at, the swamp's a little hard, but I think the swamp would be... Roughly, we're looking at probably a $5. I think this also doesn't come with a fairy token. What's that token thing that's on there? I'm looking at the actual. Oh, I was thinking it was just the art close up, but it might be. Yeah, it might that be might just be the a sleeve. fairy token. Nope, that's sleeve. the sleeve. That's yeah, a sleeve. arena sleeve. Yeah. Right. Yep, yep. Okay. And that so, looks dope too if you play yeah. arena. Uh, okay, so the swamp. A non-foil with the foils that also existing. I'm, I'm just guessing five plus could probably get five to ten. Uh, your sour of temptation or sower of temptation is two. Damnation is your money 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 yeah. card in this one. Yeah. Uh, even the non-foil, the cheapest damnation you can get right now is forty bucks, and I will take this damnation over any damnation. Uh, this is freaking sweet. I love the way this card looks. Um, Enchanted Evening, two bucks for a non-foil. So your total for non-foil, 30 bucks to get in, 49 value-wise what you get out, at least that. Uh, Foil-wise, 40 bucks. Swamp, I think at that point you can get 10 plus. That's what we're kind of seeing with these uh, secret layers. Even the Godzilla ones are starting to creep up a little bit. They're getting to $10, $10 or more. Uh, the Obviously, the snow cupboards were got over 20 on some of those. So that was from last, wasn't that the last? Yeah, that was the first one. The first uh, secret layer was the, the snow covered. Yeah. Anyways, yep. Swamp, I'm thinking 10 plus. Sour of Temptation, or so, so, Sower, Sour of Temptation, six bucks. Damnation at 50. And then Enchanted Evening. This is a tough one because there's only one foil printing and it's an mm. old one. That's at 50, but the current pre-sale price of that one of the secret layers at 10. So that could be anywhere between 10 and 50 is where that one would be at. Uh, that gives you a value. If you take the low end of the enchanted evening at 10 bucks, you're still at a $76 value. So you have in a double foil. almost. Yeah. In foil. But yeah. if you go with the enchanted evening at 50, then you're way more Then this actually becomes one of the best sets to get in on. Um, yeah. And I think, yeah, again, like, I I really like the card. Like sower sower of temptation is sower I as kept... a card <laughs> is kind of like eh for me at this point. Yeah. Uh, but I I have enchanted evening in Alayla and the art is fantastic. Um, you're more of the mass removal guy, so you'll play damnation. But yep. I will I would slide this right into my binder right next to my other my modern masters version of damnation. Um, 
But oh, just Seb you. McKinnon's art is fantastic. Yep. It, Visually, it's... I just like it so much. And I don't feel as bad with like the swamp getting in there because I do really like the art. I'll never play with it because right. I'm not going to have enough. Um, but the, But it's not just only basic lands. Right. Like, I kind of wish, though, that he had every color because <laughs> that is a sweet-looking swamp. Yeah. It's yep. amazing. Okay, so in that one, you could go either or with that. You can go with the non-foils, foils. Personally, I would go foils. You have a better uh, – a double up at least, if not more. Depends mm-hmm. on what Enchanted Evening gets up to and the new Damnation. I think it's much better art. Okay, so then – the next one is the one that you probably don't like. You like not maybe womp the womp. least, but it is a uh, happy little gathering. And this is at least they did this this time. They did two of each land. Yeah. So it's not just five lands. So you have 10 different, 10 different arts for all these. Uh, and we have, it's based off of Bob Ross art. Isn't it his art actually? Right. Yeah, I think it's Bob so Ross's it, it, art. Somebody did go through and pick out from the collection, and then, um, make it in there. So. I even read that I think that the swamps were the one of the more difficult ones. They like had to zoom in on like a. No, it was the plane. Was it the planes ones? Yeah the the one with the mountain in the background. Yeah, I see that. Yep. That's they cut out the it, mountain to make it more planes. Oh, nice. <laughs> All right, so these, this is pretty straightforward. There's 10 of them because there's one of, or two of each color, but they're different art, you know, yet they're not two of the same, that color. Uh, Non-foils are 30, foils are 40. Uh, Like I was saying before, of the secret layers, of the special edition stuff, typically we're seeing the foils get eventually over 10, if not more, 20, 25, those, those snow coverage are up there. So I, and I, like I was saying with the other, the Seb McKinnon or uh, Seb McKinnon's art, the the swamp, I think the non-foils will be around five, if not a little more. So you're looking at just with the, the, the lands, non-foils getting up to 50, foils getting up to 100. So you're looking at a $60 profit for the foils, $20 profit for the non-foils. Personally, again, I'd go for the foils because it's a bigger double up. You're only spending $10 more. Um, I like that they have two of each of these because there is a better possibility of making a full set of these and playing with them, you know, getting a couple. And that I think that these will sell, give it at six months, a year maybe, and these suckers will be up there. I don't know. Like, again, I... I'm going to be on repeat. Like basic lands just don't do anything for me personally. Bob Ross doesn't do anything for me personally. I know he's going to have a nostalgia pull uh, for some people. Um, But uh, that was not my realm. I didn't, I didn't sit down and watch them. So I will say I'm a little disappointed that they're not full art, but they didn't do that with the snow covers and they'll still sold well. Um, I kind of want just one set of these for my collection. We'll see. We're going to kind of get through that here at the end. Okay. So then we finish 
with the one that I don't know how to figure this one out because it is we hope you like squirrels uh what is in this larry all right so he's starting off with swarm yard which is a land you have squirrel mob uh you also have chatter of the squirrel uh and then squirrel wrangler and crozen beast and one foil foil squirrel squirrel token. token Okay. Which is super fucking cute. That is <laughs> cute. So this one is only in foil. So we had the, the rockin' removal, basically, in only non-foil. And then you have these that are only in foil. So these are at 40. This is why this one's difficult. Uh, I think this might be the best value because squirrels are that niche niche that people like. You know, people like to play squirrels. Squirrels, these cards do for the premium ones get really expensive. So if you compare them to the foils, Chatter of the Squirrel is just garbage. I mean, that's 25 cents. It just got printed in Double Masters. Uh, pre-sale I had, I just, this is the only one I really put as pre-sale, but it's at five bucks right now. Uh, but then if you go to Corrosion corrosion Beast, uh, Squirrel Mob, Squirrel Wrangler, Swarm Yard, those all don't have very, they have either one I think all of them only have one foil printing. If they if they yeah. have only one, I think each one of these. So if you compare it to the Corrosion Beast, that's 48 bucks. Squirrel Mob, 20 bucks. Squirrel Wrangler, 13. Swarm Yard, $33. I don't think these are going to be necessarily at those because those are such old sets there. I think they're from some of them are from Odyssey. Yeah. Um, I don't think these will get to those prices. So Oh, I don't think so either. I went with the non-foils with these as well because those still are old sets and those prices are still pretty decent. So the non-foils is 3, 10, 1, and 19. So even if you go in between these numbers, your non-foil gets to 33, your foil's 114. Um, squirrels are, they're played. People love their squirrels. Everybody likes a nut. <laughs> That was bad. That was an uh, ejaculation joke. No, you don't say a trombone, trombone ejaculation jokes. That was, that's real sad. Um, Super sad. I don't, I, so this one I wanted to, I don't know where I sit with this. Where where in pricing would you go? Would you go foil prices off of this? Like, <clears throat> No, I think it's probably appropriately priced. Um, I'd probably put it somewhere in between 40 and 60. Um, for value right off the bat. And then after that, it could be, you know, raising price differently. Um, there might be some pull for that squirrel mob because there's flavor texts, um, kind of going after the cool. Yeah. That was pretty interesting. Now you pointed that out. (laughs) So that's, that's kind of cute and funny. So I can see people pulling towards that because there's the cool, uh, there's like a play mat slash comic. That's like, Emrakul floating through Zendikar and then 15 squirrels attacking Emrakul. What is this power? And it's, like, <laughs> it's it's kind of funny. So, nice. um, so for me, I've never played squirrels. But yeah, yeah. like there is that niche. And there is that pull. Um, I did I, have a squirrel deck, I think, in 60 card. I think is 
I had one squirrel. I deck. don't remember it. You were probably too embarrassed to bring it out. No, this might have been my. Maybe it was a hundred card. It was a mix between squirrels and um, sapperlings, I believe, if I remember right. I was dealing with mm. like tokens. It was my token deck. So I think I recall had that a little bit. Now. Squirrel Wrangler out there. I had the corrosion corrosion beast. Um, so, I mean, it's it's probably number three for me. That's this is like I really liked the Seb McKinnon and the Rockstar one, and then this I'm like half and half. Yeah, I'm like I'll probably get those two. And then you get free shipping on over a hundred dollars, and I'm like, right? I want this. It'll get me free shipping. Where do I want to be? Well, what if we go over the bundles? Can I try and convince you that way? <laughs> Let's do this. What? what do you All do? right. So we're gonna go through this pretty quick. So there is a no foils bundle. Uh, There's a hundred bucks. You get the land, the Seb McKinnon art, rocks, and the shredder. Uh, each of those are 30 bucks a piece. Uh, estimated value of those gets up to about 140. So you're getting $40 value by just getting the ones with non-foil. Sure. Foils forever, which is all foils, uh, 140. You're saving 20 by buying it this way instead of just buying each one. Uh, you get rocks, which is garbage. Uh, Seb McKinnon art, lands, and squirrels. Each of those are 40 uh, the, so this is what I hit here. The estimated value of this is about 220 plus squirrels <laughs> because I didn't know how to price squirrels out. Cause I was just like, I don't know where those are going to get to. Like mm-hmm. I just, mm-hmm. so it's 220 plus. And then they have the bundle bundle, which you get the non foils and the foils that's for 230 bucks. You're saving $50 by buying it this way. Uh, you take the estimated value of. The EV of non-foil, which is 140, EV of foil to 20 plus squirrels, and that equals 360 plus squirrels. Just plus got squirrels. a plus squirrels. <laughs> it's part of the equation. It's mm-hmm. like plus S. It's just plus squirrels. Um, so your value in that is 130 plus. You're, you're 130 plus plus squirrels. <laughs> yeah. Whatever squirrels ends up being, you get that as a bonus. So does any of that change the way you look at it? No, because both bundles have like two sets that I don't want. Yeah. Unless I'm going to go bundle bundle, which I'm not, I don't plan on spending that much. Um, But like the non-foil one, I would get lands and rocks that I just don't care for. And maybe it's just value. At the end, if I go Seb McKinnon, removal, and squirrels, and then, you know, that's 40, 80, 120, or 110, or I could go non-foil bundle for 100 and add on squirrels for 40, so that's 140, or I can get the all-foil bundle. Yeah, no, I'm not going to do that. The foil bundle is 140 <laughs> well, and then add on the removal package for 30 and that's at 170. No, I'm not going to do that. Well, so that like it's making me mix and match, which I hate. Right. That's I I do dislike that. Um the one thing I let me add one more thing to this. 
We don't know what the bonus things are with this. If also there true. are going to be any, I'm guessing there are. They've done it. Why would they stop here? So all this value, and then you add in whatever bonus cards they give you. Do they go back to secret layer stuff? Or not secret layer, um, stained glass walkers? Or do we have something new that starts with these? Because this is when it started last year. It was with the first secret layer. Uh, yeah. Don't know. Haven't heard anything. Haven't seen anything. Kind of kept an eye out for that. I'll, I'll tell you, before this started, before we were discussing if we were going to do this, I wasn't going to buy any. My voice kind of cracked there. <clears throat> oh, puberty. <laughs> I wasn't going to buy any of these. Uh, I didn't. None of them really stood out except for maybe Damnation was the only one. I was like, man, I love that card. Love that card. So mm-hmm. maybe I'll get that. After doing the breakdown, it changed it a little bit. When I just did the single breakdowns before the bundles, then I was like, okay, I'm getting the Seb McKinnon art or the foils of that. The lands, I think I might jump on. Um, and those are the only two. Those are the ones that really stood out to me. I don't use the removal like you do, the, the spotty. Squirrels were kind of there, but I'm not sure. But now then when I did the bundles, it's a little more difficult because you can get the, the value is there. Mm-hmm. So I just, I don't, okay. So I guess I don't know what I'm going to do. I, I'm leaning towards maybe doing a foil bundle because I don't care as much of the spot removal cards, but then I do also get the garbage rocks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like if that's what you're going, if you're going to go foil lands for 40 foil Seb for 40 and the squirrels for 40, that's 120. 20. And so yeah. your rocks are 20 bucks instead of, you know, 30 or 40. Right. Yeah, so, and squirrels was my maybe too because I think squirrels are going to go up there because people yeah. have that you know that thing for squirrels. But the problem I see with the squirrels is that the people that have the thing for squirrels are going to buy that, <laughs> so they're already going to have that car- those cards. It's going to yeah. be the people that missed out on this. This is going for two weeks. <laughs> you have a lot of time to decide on this. So I'm I don't know. I'm iffy on the squirrels. But that being said, the people that buy the squirrels. They're just going in their collection and aren't coming back out. So those are those aren't going to be in the market also for me true. competing with. So I don't know. I'm I'm leaning towards the foil bundle, but here is how we're going to turn this into our segment. One spec to rule them over. So if you had to choose one of these to just put all your money in, not saying what you like the most, if you had to pick one spec and just ride it to see where your money doubles or triples or where it gets to, which one would you just put all the chips in on? Uh, I know we talked about this earlier and I half forgot what you were going to choose. So you should choose first. <laughs> and well, I had two choices. So that's why I gave you the option first. And no, you I said you can have, two. you could have what you want. Okay. I remember it now. All right. Okay. So I can't pick that, right? That's. I think we well, both after, agree on what Adam's going to say, and then he's forcing me to choose something no, different. You know, my two that I really like. So which one would I go for? Um, we, honestly, though, if it, it, which one would you have put all your... I'm letting you choose, because then I'll do the other. I have two of them that I could go in on. Fuck. It's, to me, it's not the basic lands, and it's not the rocks. <laughs> so it's it's between the three. 
Do you remember I, what you had said before? Yeah. I said I was going to go squirrels. Yep, he did. Yeah. All right. I'm, I'm going to say squirrels would be, if you're trying to spec, go all in on. I think, I think you actually, that is the wild card because I think squirrels could go crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like there is good potential for those to go nuts. I mean, you could spend 40 and then end up that thing going up to over a hundred bucks, you know, each card over 20, 30 bucks. I think that's actually a really good pick. Is that what you want to go with Larry? That is what you're going with. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. So mine was either going to be land. And then if Larry had picked this, I was going to go, I was going to go land. So Larry did not pick it. So the Seb McKinnon art is the one that I would, the foils of that one. Uh, just the damnation in itself has the value, pays for it and gets you 10 bucks. And then everything else is just free rolling. Yeah, right off the bat too. So, yeah. And I think damnation, this art is the best one of damnation's art. So I think this could be the premium card, not right away, but three, four years, I'm giving longer time frame when these are no longer are, you know, everybody has them. Mm-hmm. Um, that will be the premium damnation that people will want. Uh, and I think that could get way up there in price. I think we're, you're talking close to a hundred maybe just by itself. So possible. Yeah. And then you get all the free stuff, all the, all the other stuff uh, for free with that. So all right. Well, we made it an hour. <laughs> what are we going to do? Are we going to talk about our commanders? We could just do it really quick. I don't think it has to be really quick. We, what, each Wait. get 10 minutes and that's it? Sure. Should we do it? Yeah, let's do that. A spotlight deck. All right. The Walking Dead. We have made these decks. We have played with these decks. Uh, I played with this a lot. <laughs> I played with this like 10 to 15 games of this deck because I like it so much. I like uh, what it does. Uh, but we're just going to kind of do it a little different uh, instead of the interview process. We're just going to tell what our deck does and how what we've changed, what we liked, what we disliked, and all that stuff. Um, do you want to go first, Lyle? Uh, yeah, we can do that. So the card drawer, (laughs) card drawer. So what Glenn does is he is colorless, white, blue, one, three. He has skulk. So creature can't, this creature can't be blocked by creatures with greater power. Uh, And then whenever Glenn deals combat damage to a player, draw cards equal to his power. And so right off the bat, like, when I, when I saw this card, I just thought um, you're trying to make him have evasion. So it's almost like um, a Voltron commander. So you're yeah. making him get through and do damage. Is that kind of the route you went, or what did you do that, with this guy? That is the route that I went for sure. And it looks like a lot of people went that route as well. Um, it seems like Auras went on to Glenn a lot more when I, when I checked back on tapped out uh, and I went the equipment route a bit more. Um, Which is very uh, smart. I would think because 
you, they kill Glenn, they just fall off, and then yeah. you can bring back Glenn, and then you just attach him instead of auras would be he dies, they go to your graveyard, and you have to find a way to either bring him back or play different ones. Yeah, and there there are some other like evasion creatures in here that could just carry. I went sword heavy because I really like I in my mind the swords are perfect in this kind of deck. Mm-hmm. So, um, like. Sword of Fire and Ice gives it plus two, plus two, so it's a, a three, five, but it gives it that protection, right? And that is that evasion that allows you to get through. It, it helps you against removal. Um, you're drawing more cards and having those um, abilities trigger at least once, in, mm-hmm. and sometimes you go for twice. Um, and so, like, Sword of you know, having sort of feast and famine happen, it, it gives you two turns in this. You're drawing a ton of cards in your second main phase. And so you're able to play your hand out. Um, Fire and ice is removal. Light and shadow allows you to bring cards back. Sinew uh, and steel is just removal and protection against Daryl. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that was brutal. We played, I pl- I've seen we got his one deck game once. Together. Yeah. And he got that on him, and that's I couldn't touch his commander. I was just like, God damn it. So <laughs> Larry and I don't normally, when we play each other, uh, we don't normally go after each other like that. And that whole game, I was just like, because he could hit me because I couldn't block him. Yeah. And I just had to keep doing damage to him. And I was try- I tried to kill Larry. I think I tried to kill you four times. I thought I had you dead. At least three. And then you're like, yeah. Nope, this spell. Nope, this spell. Nope, you played that wrong. <laughs> you don't have, you didn't get that one right. I'm like, shit. <laughs> Misplay. Yeah. But yeah, that it's, hurt. Uh, Umazawa's Jit is fantastic in this deck because it doesn't boost power until mm-hmm. you hit. And then afterward, like after the blockers are declared, you can give it plus four, plus four to draw, you know, five cards. Um, the, the deck is is pretty predicated on on drawing a ton of cards and having glenn get through um and so having that knowing that you're drawing a ton of cards you want to put or i put the benefits of drawing cards in there so chasm skulker whenever you draw a card put a one one counter on it and if it dies um you get to put that many yeah uh yada yada um, then there's Nadir Kraken, Psychosis Crawler to get that extra like damage through. Yeah. Um, and there was one more as an enchantment from Ikoria Ominous Seas, which is crazy good in here. Uh, whenever you draw a card, put a counter on it, and then you can remove uh, eight foreshadow counters and create an 8-8 Kraken. Um, That's nice that you don't actually remove like a lot of times when you do that you have to sacrifice that yeah this one just you can keep making eight eights and you can do it at any time and so you can just like right before your turn i got an eight eight or it's surprise blocker like somebody forgets that you got eight counters on there like Mm -hmm. the card's really really good um in a draw heavy style deck um and then i also started out with a draw and discard theme because i um, was kind of going for uh, a couple of things like just 
bringing stuff back from the graveyard. So Emery is in here because you got a lot of artifacts. You're artifact heavy. Um, what is another one that comes back? One of my like pet cards that I think is really cool in here that I didn't get to play against you is um, Planar Birth. That's colorless and a white. Put all basic lands from all graveyards into play under their uh, owner's control tapped. So this to me in this deck, like I draw so many cards that I'm discarding at the end of turn. Gotcha. And then then the next turn I can ramp like four or five off this card. That's um, pretty sweet. I didn't know that this card existed until now. Yeah, <laughs> it's really cool. I got a Maria Angel that can bring, you know, and then Planar Birth with a Maria Angel you get to get all of your things out of the graveyard because of the landfall. Yeah, that's pretty sweet, Brink. That's your good recursion there. And then um, Tishar is in here, which that's that's pretty slow, but it's just kind of like uh, the um, there there is, like I was saying, the draw and discard theme to it. So there's like Jace Vryn's uh, Prodigy. Attunement is really quite good in this as well. Um, and a tumen is like it's two colorless and a blue enchantment. And then when it's in play, you can return it to your hand, draw three cards, and you discard four cards. Um, oh, so you just do that when you're because you're drawing so many cards, you basically getting rid of the four land that you have or whatever. And yep, it, it can go with that, but it's just like it adds those counters to all the draw triggers. Um, and you can do it multiple times in a turn for as many, you know, much cards as you have in hand. Yeah, because there's not a tap ability with it. It's just returning it. Yeah, yeah, that's nice. And so you can just, like, pay three, put it into play, return it, draw three cards, discard four. Um, and so I, I slowly got rid of the discard theme in there and mm -hmm. just realized I was just drawing a ton of cards. And so... Um, I almost didn't have to go like too hard on it. And that's where probably Obeka came from, from last week where I was just like, I was on the draw discard kind of like kick <laughs> and, and it worked it just well, went well with that deck. Yeah. yeah. So it just, cause you like, have red mixed in there that that's a lot easier to deal with. And then white and blue blue yeah. works with a, a couple cards doing that a few cards. And so um, the, the deck is just pretty solid. Like you're saying, like, you're able to you're you're going to kill me a a bunch of times and then I was able to just like withstand and I was kind of getting picked on cuz I was kind of picking on everybody yeah but I was I was putting all my forces towards you yeah, yeah and then everybody was kind of cuz you were drawing so much that everybody's yeah. like Lowry needs to take damage cuz he's drawing <laughs> <laughs> and that was and it was fair totally fair mm -hmm. um and so that is one way that it has changed Oh, the other draw one that I want to get off is the uh, Tefiri Hero of Dominaria. Yeah. The ultimate is uh, whenever you draw a card, exile target permanent and opponent controls. Oh, nice. That yeah, sounds good, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, and then you got Tefiri Master of Time, which is that draw discard theme, like really working in here too. You're playing blue. It's got to be in there. Yeah, the, the card's so fucking straight yeah. up good um and both of those have kind of removal yeah on attached them, to which it which is nice well. cigar aid is this is the first time i've played yeah. it 
and it's really quite good in this deck. Um, just being able to play an art equipment at instant speed. So what it does is you can auras and equipment at flash. You can and when- fizzle somebody's uh, just you know trying to remove your Glen. You can fizzle it or yeah. surprise kill their stuff or whatever. Well, the the other thing too is I can attack with Glen, and then after blockers are declared and nobody's blocked. I can throw equipment down on it and then it's dealing that damage. Yeah, so being able to get by with that one power and then boost them up at the end, it's kind of a nice little surprise. And since it's not a cast trigger, I can also bring it back with like dance of the manse and just like pile equipment onto a creature without having to mm-hmm. uh, spend all that equip cost. So that is something that's really kind of cool in there. Sweet. Um, yeah, and so the the deck has been really fun. It draws a ton of cards, and um, again, I I added in those um, like Chasm Skulker and the Ominous Seas just to get more creatures in there than before when me and you played uh, Adam. Yeah, because I just didn't have anything else other than uh, Glenn. Yeah, and so. The- the the time when I played him, that skulk really that's tough. That's a hard uh, ability to deal with because it's just I kept forgetting that I'm like, oh shit, I can't get my power higher than what he is, and that's what kind of screwed me to die to you. Was I tapped my Om- Omnath, which I could have kept him smaller, and it, it that that part was difficult you didn't even have to get the evade that was the evasion part it just has it built in on mm-hmm. it and it's a pretty good one and it makes it so that he doesn't necessarily die because unless you get his power bigger than what his toughness is he's pretty much always going to be alive when you're attacking with mm-hmm. him yeah so if he's blocked you're going to be well i mean you could double triple block with a bunch of one yeah, yeah that's a good point but yeah it has to be one ones you have to have all yeah. your your chump blockers and you also have to have no equipment on your guy at that point or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, yeah, that's, it was a good deck. I wanted to see it more. I, I don't like, I didn't like that game because I don't like targeting one person, but I felt like I had to, because I was only, I was your only target because you could get through on me. You couldn't get through on everybody else. And so yeah. I was like, shit, well, I'm going to die from commander damage if I don't get rid of this. And I was trying my best to get rid of it as much as I could or get rid of you as my two options. And it just couldn't. And, and I kind of went towards you as well because everything in my deck just died so quick to your deck of yeah. Daryl because you're, but I got Mass lucky because I had sort of Sinew and Steel, which yeah. gave it protection from red which I noticed you have a uh, theme of that as well in your deck. What are you talking about? This is this is a transition <laughs> your, over into this yours. This is your transition? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I did Daryl, Hunter of Walkers, and what he does, he's a red-green, two colorless to come out for a human ar- archer. Uh, at the beginning of your upkeep, target opponent creates three walker tokens, which I think we've concluded are black zombies. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Uh, but... It has whenever a zombie an opponent controls dies, draw a card. You can tap him to deal two damage to target creature, and he's a 4-4. So 
first glance of this, I, like when I was like, okay, I'm building this deck. Um, I was trying to think of lots of things to do just two damage to, you know, draw cards, mm -hmm. but he has it built in on himself. So if you think about it, if I make, give you three zombie creatures and you decide to come at me with the three zombie creatures, I can kill two of them with just Daryl. So only one getting through and I'm drawing two cards. That's pretty beneficial. So I kind of started moving away from just having spot removal cards and instead doing mass damage. And there's a couple different types of themes in this, but I do have some uh, enraged stuff so that when my stuff gets damaged, mm -hmm. uh, they deal damage. Ranging raptors, you know, something and happens. Raptor raptor and yeah, so we have. Let's see. Let me get my my creatures out here. Silver clad ferocidons. Yeah, that yep. those are that'd be tough. So yeah, the the ferocidons are a way to people to sacrifice their stuff. You have the raptors. You have the ranging raptors to land and draw. Uh, the interesting thing that happens with Daryl is, like I said, I've played ten to fifteen games with this. I don't think one game when I've given somebody three zombie creatures, they come at me. So it, I give people three zombies and normally how I'm doing it, it's like, okay, who's the person that's behind this is early game. I'll be like, okay, that person needs blockers. Here's three of them. So I give them three zombies. All right. I, I haven't done it yet where I'm like, okay, this is the person that's the most powerful. I'm going to give them more zombie creatures to have them do more damage. Normally I'm trying to, get the rest of the table balanced so that we can take out the, the, the arch enemy. And then I become that, <laughs> <laughs> but what the, the angle I went with this a little bit more was I have removal that's at instant speed. So if somebody decides to come at me, I can use things like comet storm or electro dominance or fault line or Firestorm or Flame Sweep, Impact Resonance, Magma Quake, uh, Starstorm, Sulfurous Blast, and Volcanic Fallout. Those are all my instant removal stuff. Mm -hmm. And the other thing is what I have it combined with is using cards that are uh, land advantage, like Haro, Rolling Regrowth, uh, Force of Vigor in there, Crop Rotation in there. So if I don't need to use that removal, I can use it on an instant speed to get me more mana. So what ends up happening with this deck is I ramp out like crazy. Cause if people aren't coming at me, I'm just like, okay, more land, more land, more land, just getting more land. Mm -hmm. So the cool thing is what I've noticed is Daryl dies, but I'm normally able to get him back out pretty easily uh, because I normally ramp so well. I'm trying to think of some other cool ones. Terror of the twin peaks of the peaks. I mean, is pretty sweet in this. Oh, I come did on, just go, go with your one. baby here. Nature's Wrath. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so how did, did you tell me about this one? I think I, you I did. think you figured it out. I don't recall this Or maybe one. I saw somebody post it, and I was like, oh, that's actually a good idea. So Nature's Wrath, which is a trigger for an uh, episode coming up. Uh, this is on the reserve list. It's four and two green enchantment. At the beginning of your upkeep, sacrifice it unless you pay one green. It's not a Kaluminum upkeep. You just pay one green. Yeah, uh, But bad. it's whenever a player puts a island or a blue permanent into the battlefield, he or she sacrifices an island or a blue permanent. Whenever a player puts a swamp or a black permanent onto the battlefield, he or she sacrifices a swamp or a black permanent. 
this did the only game I've gotten it out did work. It hindered mm-hmm. everybody from doing anything because everybody had either blue or black within what colors they were playing. So I kind of lucked out there. But my goal with this is at the very least, my zombie tokens that I give a player and they aren't playing black, they just have to sack them right away because they're playing a black permanent. And then you draw three cards coming into play. And then I get to draw three cards. So that's the very least at the most you do what I did in that game where it was just, they weren't playing like, think of that. You can't even play islands unless you sacrifice another, another <laughs> land. Uh, you can't play blue permanence unless you sacrifice a blue permanent or land or same with black and blue is one of the more used colors. Same with black. It's one of the most used colors. So it's like perfect hate for those two colors. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that kind of triggered a, an idea that we're going to be coming up with here in the coming weeks. But yeah, I liked this card a lot and didn't know that it existed until Daryl here. And I'm like, why am I not playing with this in more decks that I'm not playing blue or black with my green? Maybe because I play a lot of green and or black and blue when I'm playing green. <laughs> yeah, you can't, you can't pair these together. Yeah, you definitely have to have not those colors. So uh, I, do you want me to... the the disappointment that I have because it's yeah. one of my favorite cards is you don't have instell energy in here. So I did, but I took it out because there's a couple things with that card. You have to do the untapped stuff on your turn. You can't do it on there. Oh, turn. so you're not, but yeah, I mean, you could still tap, do it, you untap still, and wait you for can, the next turn. Yeah. So, I, that was one of the later cuts, but in still, in, in, in still, still yeah. sorry. In, no, I was going to say instead, instead I said in still, <laughs> uh, instead what I have in here are kind of, this happened a couple times is where I feel like Lowry in a way, cause I've been on the other side of this, but, uh, Thornbite staff comboed with Basilisk collar oh, yeah. is brutal <laughs> or, or quite so, a spike too with the death touch. Yep, I have yeah. that. Yep. Yeah, anything that gives it death touch and then you untap it and are able to do it again. Uh it's pretty brutal. So I even have So what Thornbite staff is the equipped creature has whenever another creature dies, it un, uh, untaps that creature. So with Daryl, you give it death touch, you hit one creature, it kills it, and you just go and kill the entire board. Mhm. You're, you're just I've stealing my Kelsian tech. Yeah. <laughs> I felt bad because I've done that in two games. <laughs> well, no, really. I'm like, I just want you guys to kill this, but I'm not going to give up and, you know, just be like, oh, I'm not going to kill your stuff. But I locked down the board where it was just like people weren't having fun. I was like, this sucks. But then they finally figured out an answer to get rid of it, which was good. Mm-hmm. One of the other, oh, I also have Thousand Year Elixir which is allows me to untap him. And then I can activate abilities of creatures as though they have haste. So I can, if I have this out first and then I play Daryl, I can start tapping and doing two damage if I wanted to right yeah. away. And that's why I was like, instill energy gives haste as well. Right. So, so the thing I've noticed with Daryl is that doesn't help me because they don't have the zombies yet. <laughs> cause I play Daryl. You got to wait till your upkeep till the zombies come out. So it doesn't even matter about him having, you know, you can ping off something else, but it doesn't give you anything with draw wise. So yeah. that didn't become as important to me to give it haste. And I think, uh, I don't even have, or do I? Yeah. So I have 
I don't have like the protection stuff because like I said, I'm ramping so much that if he dies, I typically can bring him back. It's and fine. when I'm giving people zombies, those people don't want to necessarily kill Daryl. <laughs> it's actually, see, you limit the amount of people that target Daryl because he's not directly affecting them. It's just, I'm drawing cards when I decide I want to. And that normally, like I said, it's at instant speed. So I make him seem like not a threat, not a threat all the way around the table, about to be my turn. I'm like, okay, now I kill everything except for, well, th here's one other thing I'll say. The swords, like you had talked about, all of them have protection from red built into them. Yeah. So that I can do mass removal, kill everything except for Daryl, uh, wipe the board. Uh, so I have a, a few of those. Um, I think that's about it. Got your favorite in there, Shadow Spear. Um, I, well, Vigor and Rite of Passage are great in that deck because you're doing the surround damage. Oh, yeah. Yep. So, Vigors. yeah, the, the, the Enrage with Pyrohemia I really like in there as well. Um, so it's oh. it's kind of like a, a mixture of a couple of ideas. Let me say one more thing with it. The Day of Dragons way that I have built in as a game winner is I have Tor brand in here. Mm -hmm. I have um, uh, the triple mana with the Nyxbloom Ancient. Uh, I also have, which Leyline Tyrant won me a game once where you, any uh, unspent red mana pumps him up and then you can deal that damage when he dies to anybody or anything, I should say. But I also have Fiery Emancipation in here. So I have triple all the triples of the recent over the last year or so. <laughs> Uh, so the end game of this one is to just wipe the board, you know, by doing triple damage to everybody and everything. And I have enough ramp and, you know, with Nyxbloom Ancient out, the idea is to kill everybody at once, which does happen with this deck. So it's, it does pretty, this is one of my more, one of my favorites right now because <laughs> it does work and it's nice. it's a lot of fun. It's fun when you can con not control, but when you can wipe the board and still keep your stuff and get benefits from killing everything. And I don't know. It's just, it's it's a lot of fun. For sure. It doesn't always work the same. Different things happen. Like I said, just a little bit ago, my least favorite is when I've done the uh, death touch, you know, combo with that. That part sucks. But that's, it's still good. No, that's that's my favorite though. <laughs> well, it, it's a way to really control the the game, and then you just see, you know, that's sometimes cool to see three players go, "How the fuck do we do this? How do we solve this puzzle?" And then mm -hmm. you see them work together to try to figure it all out. Yeah, I love that for sure. So, but yeah, overall, a lot of fun. Um, I'm glad that we built these, and I can't wait to get them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When are they supposed to come? <laughs> Like February, uh, January, February. I think February ish. Wee yeah. So, uh, so how do you like your deck? Like, is it one that you would nor like keep playing once you like? Are you gonna buy this commander? Do you think? Because I don't. You didn't order the Walking I, Dead stuff. I so didn't do you end think up that buying it, but I, I probably I will buy this guy as a command or as a card because. Mm -hmm. I was looking at it and just going like, this card is fantastic in just, just a good card, a general yeah. sense. And it's something that in I the 99. Would, yeah. In the 99. Cause I was running it, uh, 
at that point I had Rafika the Many. I was like, this would be really sweet in that deck. You could draw a ton of cards because of the double mm-hmm. strike and pumping the the evasion goes away. But um, and there's I think it's a just kind of like a good ninety nine card in general. Yeah, for so sure. I mean it's automatic draw with him basically. Pretty Not much at least one. You, you, right. You know, and he can sit back and be a small time blocker as well if you need to. But I, I think I think it's just a really kind of cool ninety nine. And so yeah, sure. I'll probably use that. Like, out of that, like, Rick as the human pump, I was like, ah, that's kind of boring. Um, Negan seemed probably pretty cool, and yeah. and Daryl seemed really cool. But I don't know if Daryl would go in multiple attacks. And so. Michonne seemed interesting. I think Jaw was going to build a Michonne deck. I don't know if he actually did or not. But oh, that'd be cool. Michonne. Speaking of The Walking Dead... We did do um, proxies of the of Daryl, Glenn, and Michonne, and the other three are going to kind of coincide with this, and they will be released this week. So when you're listening to this, probably unless you're later in the week, you haven't seen them yet, but check back on Twitter later this week because the other three will be revealed. They were a lot of fun, a lot, very hard to do these. Probably the hardest designs I've had to do hmm. only because of how they did these cards. They really made the text box see-through, like completely see-through. And so I couldn't find this same art at a good quality, like the full art. And I also purposely went with different art because I don't like a lot of these, how they look because <laughs> the normal ones. Yeah. yeah. And so Glenn, what I am having awkward. to do is, yeah, well, so does Rick. Rick's like, in a weird, awkward stance, like, yeah. hey, I don't know. It just, it looks really bad. <laughs> it's Fonzie. So, hey. <laughs> hey. So each of them, I had to really mess with the text boxes to at least make them look decent. Uh, I think the one that turned out the best is I actually have the the weapon. Uh, Lucille is, um, that one turned out the best out of all these that I did. Hmm. Um, but each one is pretty sweet. So it, like I said, Daryl, Glenn, and uh, Michonne are already out. You can check back on our Twitter. Just look up uh, hashtag proxy of the week. That was from last month. And then this week, the other three will be on there. So, Cool. All right. Well, we did pretty good there. Look at that. This is a pretty good episode. Look at that. I agree. Did. You did a great job. Again, two <laughs> weeks in a row. Thank you, Larry. I- no, you did good. You got it off of one clue. That is amazing. Is that how my performance on the show is now? Just how I do with Smith Savant? Yeah. That's how. Lowry, last week, your performance was a 50. If I had to go from 100, 0 to 100, you're at about a 50. So you could do better. Great. Great. Good to know. All right. Well, that should do it for this week. I uh, believe. I'm not going to say what we're doing next week because it might change. So, and somebody uh, might steal it. So let's not do that. Oh, that's a good point. We don't ever do that anymore. <laughs> good point. All right. We will uh, catch you guys next week. Thanks for listening. See ya. Bye. Take care.